welcome to the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Spencer. Today, I am joined by the other two members of the League of Melanated Gentlemen, the two gentlemen that have come here today to bring you your weekly dose of joy and fun and whatever it is that we do here on the LMG Podcast Network. Yes, this is Brandon. And this is uh, Forrest Whitaker. No, I'm just kidding. This is Jordan. Uh, my, voice, yeah, my voice is a little out. So for long-time listeners, you can remember last year when my voice went out uh, during the podcast. Um, so, yeah, it's happened to me again this year. Allergies Jordan's are, allergies are crazy. I say Jordan's voice is just a little ashy, but that's okay. <laughs> Big facts. I need an ashy Larry voice. Uh, so, as is usually the case, little housekeeping out of the way jordan i'm sure that the people know where they can find us but if you could kindly remind them where they can find us yes yeah, so you can find us no your voice is ashy i'm gonna have brandon yeah. do it oh snap <laughs> <laughs> do not remember the uh sources. <laughs> hey but you can find us on twitter on on in our Facebook group, look us up, League of Melanated Gentlemen Podcast. That's where a lot of the action is going down. We was talking about Star Trek today. We was talking about some stupid anime. We was talking about all kind of crazy stuff Damn. today. You can hop in there, give your opinion, do your thing in there. Yeah, you can hit us up there. You can hit us up on Twitter. Um, and just hit us up individually as well. So, And rate and review us on whatever streaming service you use. Absolutely. Rating reviewers, that definitely would help us as well. We would appreciate five stars, but we would rather you be honest. So if we deserve deserve the five stars, then absolutely make that happen. Uh, If we don't, tell us why we don't. Right. Should we uh, do a quick scheduling update? Oh, yes. Uh, Sure, we can do that. Uh, Coming up on Friday, so a few days from today... I will be having episode five release of DC animation with Spencer and friends. Uh, I will be reviewing green lantern first flight uh, with a dear friend. You'll have to wait and see who the dear friend is, but uh, yeah. In the meantime, they they can go watch it. Yes. Go watch green lantern first flight. And then you can listen to me and a dear friend talk about it later this week. If you haven't listened to the first four episodes, you should watch those movies and then listen to me and a dear friend talk about it. Brandon is featured on one of those episodes. I am. You had a good time. So, uh, yeah. And, you know, let uh, let me know what you think on those as well. So, any other housekeeping? Or are we? I think that's it. Okay. All yeah. right. Okay. Uh, today, we will be discussing the top 25 in 64 games so we have found a list uh provided by ign and they have listed the top 25 games that were released for the nintendo 64 console we are going to just go down that list and talk about if we've played these games how we feel about these games uh, our own experience uh so forth and so on and so 
there's no guarantee that all of us have played any of these. And <laughs> right. uh, like I said, this is a list that we did not make this list. So right. we are just going to, you know, talk about the game itself and its placement on the list. If we feel like it's appropriate, if we feel like it shouldn't be there, et cetera, et cetera. And so let's start at number 25. Firstly, actually, before we get into that, did either of you own a Nintendo 64? Absolutely. Yeah, I, was, I, I definitely did. It was uh, definitely a good time. I had four controllers and everything. It was a fun time. Damn. I only had two. I, I don't know where all the other ones came from. I also only had two, but it, it was a good time. And the Nintendo 64 is definitely in my top three all-time systems, personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. My Nintendo I still, 64 I, brought me great joy. I, I still have one. I was about to say, I still got mine, too. I only have uh, both Pokemon Stadiums, though. That's the only games I got left. I have quite a few games on mine, but now some of those games are available on the Switch, so... Makes right. sense. Yeah. The 64 brought a lot of happiness... Loki uh, made me really good at testing things and, you know, figuring out how to make things work. You know, I mean, you got to blow into the console and blow into the game cartridge and, you know, figure out wiring and things of that nature. So, like, I could just – and it was fun because you could just take your 64 wherever. Like, somebody got a TV, I bet. Like, I can plug that thing in and make it work, you know. Right, because yeah. back in the day, consoles didn't have, like, the super big, you know, power cord. Yeah, yeah, you could just carry that thing. What did it have, like two cords? Yeah. Yep. Power back. cord and AV. That was it. Yep, exactly. Had your little, your little colors. <laughs> and that was, uh, you know, unless you had, you know, all the expansion packs in a Game Boy and all that right. other stuff. I, I, did, I did have the expansion pack. That's the only thing I did have. I didn't have the... Uh, this nigga was rich. Bro, I He got money. Stuff came from. <laughs> I feel like somebody had to steal them. I was the only child. Why did I have four controllers? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what? I don't know where it came from. He had money. Money. So, and uh, Let me ask y'all. Oh, good. I, I was like, when y'all wrap your controller, how did y'all wrap it? Did y'all do the X? Or did y'all like wrap it on the side? I went so, like, across. So I went. Yeah, from, I just went. Like, side I, went side. From, I went from L to like where your right hand goes. And I yeah. wrapped it in that. Like, yeah, I wrapped across. Maybe I'm bad. I didn't wrap on. Well, you I guess let not. that thing be loose. <laughs> yeah, dude, savage. Yeah, right. I definitely, go, I definitely did the X though. Like, you know, wrap one side, wrap the other way. I did mine like that. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. Uh, what color controller did you have? Or what color was your main, like the one that you used mostly? I want to say mine was gray. I want to say. Well, I had to. So I think one was gray, one was green. I think it was either green or blue. Yeah, because was the green one like the see-through green? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I had gray, but I want to say I also had a yellow one. Okay. Yeah. In my childhood, the main one that I used was like a purple see-through controller. Mm. Yeah. Like that was the one was like, this is mine. I don't care who's here or what we're playing. This purple one is mine. 
Yeah. And then uh, I moved over to a solid green one later on. But yeah, that purple one got me through several games. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I had a green one too. Yeah, I can't remember which ones I had. I had a, bl- I had a black one. I had a black one. One of them was black. I do remember that. Okay. Okay. Very sturdy controller. Like some of these oh, controllers yeah. be like stick, you're just breaking, you know, stuff falling off. Yeah, like I rubber files off. I still have 64 controllers that are in good shape. The thing that did happen was that joystick would get real loose. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you were playing games where you had to rotate, yeah, that thing would get loose real quick. <laughs> yeah. Like mine, uh yeah, like whatever way the controller was leaning, that joystick was just, <laughs> just loose off to the left. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, well, good thing about sports games, most sports games didn't use that middle joystick for the most part, anyways. These so arrows. Yeah, like the arrows of the toggle. On the, yeah, the arrows for the most part. Um, but yeah, I, if it did, I I know I had some that would get stuck or things of that nature. But yeah, I played a lot of Mario Party, and there were I feel like a few games where you had to like rotate the stick, and so mine got loose real quick. Yeah. But uh, okay, so let's let's jump straight into this. So at number twenty five, we have Banjo Tooie. Which was obviously the second Banjo game. Uh, did either of you play Banjo Tooie? Uh, no, sir. Not. I didn't play. I know what it is, but I didn't play a Banjo Kazooie game until it came out on, um, I think, Switch. I think it was the first time I played one. Okay. Okay. Like, I don't always knew what it was, though. I had a personal vendetta against Banjo because in my head, Banjo was just like a great value Donkey Kong. Mm. And so I would not play Banjo. Now, I don't know if that's true. The Banjo games are probably a great time, big fun. I wouldn't know because in my youth, I made a conscious decision. Fuck Banjo. Like that's what I decided. Is he a bear? Is that what he is, right? Yeah, he's a bear. Yeah. And what was his partner? I mean, I know it's some type of bird, but... A cockatoo? I assume. Yeah. Like, just based on... I I don't know if he's a cockatoo, but Kazooie would lead me to believe that cockatoo. Yeah. Wait, how'd you get from Kazooie to cockatoo? I just made it work in my own head. I was like, what? I was like, is that a thing? No. I don't. It could be. I don't. I never played banjo. I don't know. Yeah, it just says a female red bird, so didn't like specify a robin, perhaps. Because robins are red, as far as I know. But yeah, I um, and banjo. I have a feeling that if banjo Tui is here, that the first banjo is going to be like later on this list. So I feel like we're going to talk about banjo again. But I. I'm not going to have much to say about it. And I'm sure that there are people who are deeply offended <laughs> by the fact that I cannot speak to Banjo and that I put Banjo on the nigga go die list when I was six years old or whatever. 
But uh, that's what happened. You had a nigga go die list at six years old. I mean, I didn't call it that. But, <laughs> okay. Uh, that's. I mean, everyone has a nigga go die list, even if they don't call it the nigga go die list. Like that, everybody's got one. And so, yes. Uh, I don't know when I started calling it that, but yeah, that's that's where Banjo ended up. <laughs> yeah, never played. I never even heard of it, to be honest. Banjo was yeah. pretty popular, but yeah, I would say it was definitely popular, but I didn't. I never cared about it. Okay, all right. Well, somebody gonna be mad, but that's okay. For number twenty-four, we have Pokemon Stadium Two. Wow, I thought this was gonna be higher. Wait, this list is grossing, right? This is just IGN's top 25. Okay. So oh, this is I, their top 25. Okay. Yeah. And IGN is like most people's official video game authority. And that's why I went right. with IGN. Okay. So this game right here is one of the two games that I had. And I'm super excited for them to put it on Nintendo Switch. Um, I was a huge Pokemon Stadium fan. Like I even, like I said, I had the cartridge where I could play Pokemon Silver. I used to love playing the mini games. I was all about Pokemon Stadium. And actually, I'm, I'm super offended by a lot of my friends. Um, they didn't get to play this game. And I was pretty sad about it. I just recently found this out. Oh, I thought everybody had this game. I did, too. I, I'm trying to. I'm looking at it. It doesn't look super familiar. Like, I, I remember seeing the images and everything, how the game looks. But I don't remember playing this for some reason. You missed out. That's crazy. Yeah, I play Pokemon. a lot of Game Boy. More Game Boy Pokemon guy. Yeah, Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2 were both great. I think that, if I remember correctly, this may or may not be true, but if I remember correctly, I feel like I preferred the mini games in the first one to the second one. I think the mini games in the second one were better. And that's that could very well be true. Um, so Because they had the, the Scyther game. Uh, oh yeah, with cutting the cutting the log, right? But yeah, that one, yeah. And there was uh, the Hitmon Top game, right? The one we spin. That the uh, Mister Mine. Yeah, I did keep the ball right there. I really liked the Chancy game, uh, where Chancy had to like lean to get the catch, eggs, catch the eggs. Yeah, that game was yeah. that game was good. But the first one had uh, I liked the Ratatat race. I yeah. liked um, the. Fairy, fairy, oh, fairy. You know, we played the game the other night, uh, Spencer, and after you got off, we actually played Pokemon Stadium and uh, we played the mini games. Good. We played we played best of seven, and uh yeah, I definitely did not win. And <laughs> that that's okay. That's okay. But uh yeah. yeah. Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium, Stadium 2 was great. a good one. It was one of the few games I had that wasn't like gray. Like the cartridge wasn't gray. It was uh, gold on one side. And, yeah. Oh, okay. I see one of those, yeah. Yeah. And so I felt really good about it because it was one of the games that like wasn't just a regular color. There were right. several, but like that one I I had and it had a special place in my heart. But um. Yeah, Pokemon Stadium 2 was a very good game. It was because I think I played Pokemon Stadium 2 before I watched the movie, so I didn't know who Ho-Oh and Lugia were. Oh, yeah. Mm, okay. And I was like, who were these niggas? <laughs> I'm super excited for them. I'm super excited for them to put it on Switch, though. 
So they're putting um, this one on Switch. Are they putting both. Yeah, they they just released the first one like two weeks ago on Switch, and so this one will be the next one to come. Yeah. So number twenty three is Blast Corpse. I do not know what that is. I have never seen that. Blast Core. Uh. Yes, it's Blast Core Corpse with an S. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nah, I've seen this game. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't know what kind of game it was. I don't know what you did in it. I haven't the slightest clue. Looks like Paw Patrol was hype shit. Like honestly, it looked like helicopters driving like fire trucks and yeah, no thanks. I think it says a Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like some Paw Patrol. I was playing Paw Patrol with my daughter the other day. This looked just like some bootleg Paw Patrol. The one on Xbox? Uh yeah. Yeah. The racing uh, game? Uh they got a they got a platformer game that we were playing. That's my daughter's first game that she learned to play. For real? Yeah. My daughter plays the Paw Patrol racing game. But yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know this game though. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. uh next. Uh number twenty two is Space Station Silicon Valley. I have not heard of this either. Yeah, I don't know what this is either. Yeah, this is... I I don't know. You think people out here mad at us right now? Like, Oh, I'm sure... I'm sure there are people who are furious. Um, I don't feel... I'm sure there are people... I'm sure there are people that are like, you call yourselves video game players? (laughs) I don't feel any pressure. They know where I stood. Y'all are supposed to be the experts. Y'all are missing out on this greatness of Blast Corpse and, and Space Station of Silicon Valley. Come on, guys. I bet you, I bet you whatever the top 10 is, I probably played every single one of them. We'll see. The, the, these are like lower tier games, I feel like. These are top 25 I don't know why ever. Pokemon Stadium 2. Yeah, but I don't know why Pokemon Stadium 2 is way down there. I mean, this is the most reputable video game website. Like, I don't know what y'all want to do, but. I mean, I knew going in that I was going to be like, because I don't think there's a single list that has been made that I just agree with. Right. Like anytime anybody makes a list or anytime I make a list, there's going to be some discrepancy. So I knew this this is, you know, supposed to happen. The Nintendo, there are so many 64 games. I didn't have the time to play all of them. You probably had the time, but it depends if you want to have the money for it well not only that but like if i wanted i didn't have the time in that like there were some of those games that i like if i wanted to beat all the games that i owned yeah i didn't have the time because like mario kart alone i had to do each course four times right to beat that game so yeah um number 21 is beetle adventure racing I can already tell you right now that uh, I probably never played this either because this don't sound familiar Jeez, at all. Guys. Brandon, tell me about your Beetle <laughs> Adventure Racing uh, experience. Hey, man, I am not a, I'm not the video game guy. Y'all are in y'all. This is supposed to be y'all's bag, and we're missing. What, what are we, we're missing out on this beautiful looking game. I'm looking it up here. Bro, they made a yeah. whole game about fucking Volkswagen Beetles. Because I I remember seeing this game. I think I knew somebody who had it. 
Like, I may have had a friend or a cousin who owned this game, but I do not remember this game at all. Like, I, well, playing it or, like, how the gameplay worked or anything. Like, I, no. I cannot say that I played this game. On Walmart, it's four out of four and a half stars out of five. That is that, crazy. That is probably true, but uh, nah. So, at number 20 is a game that I do remember playing. So... At least there's that. Okay. So at number 20, uh, 1080 snowboarding, 1080 degree snowboarding. Now, this was the first snowboarding game that I ever played, and it led me to playing SSX. But um, yeah, I vaguely remember this game because most of my snowboarding game memories are from Avalanche and SSX. But I did play this game. And I think I did play this. Yeah, sports game guy. <laughs> yeah, Brandon, this one was bad. a... No, this ain't my bad. This is definitely not my bad. This is one of them just like, oh, okay. This is just like playing like some BMX type shit. Like Tony Hawk. It's just like something you play. You're like, all right. Them yeah. Tony Hawk games were fire. They were oh, yeah, fire. Don't, don't even get going. So the first snowboarding game I played was Cool Borders. So I didn't play, I didn't play this uh, 1080. Okay. Yeah, I didn't play 1080 much, but I, I never owned 1080, but I did play it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I I remember it being cool, but like I said, I don't have vivid memories of it because they've been replaced with SSX Tricky. That's the bike much. one, right? No, SSX is snowboarding. Oh, okay. I think I, I, think I know what that is. I was thinking of like uh, Dave, was it Dave Margera? The BMX biking game? Not going to be able to help you there. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. Uh, now, for one that uh, is has a, has a dear, I, I love this game dearly. It's got a special place in my heart. Number 19, WWF No Mercy. Oh. Oh. Bro. I was just about to say, hey, man, if they go through this list and this fucking No Mercy's not on here, we're going to have a problem. No Mercy for a long time was the greatest wrestling game I had ever played. Um, it, to me, was better than WrestleMania 2000. It was better than Revenge. It was better than uh, WWF Attitude. Like it, it was the best wrestling game that I had played up until SmackDown Just Bring It came out. and. This game was just so great. It was another game. The disc was black instead of just the regular gray. And I felt really good about that. Yeah. It was the first time I spent hours creating the perfect man. <laughs> yeah. Because, of course, uh, it was a wrestling game that allowed me to create a character. So I was like, oh, I'm 100% going to create a character. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a time and I loved it. This is the game where I, you know, what's so funny, Brandon, do you know what my ultimate goal in this game was? What? Put somebody through a table? No. You know how you could purchase certain wrestlers? Yeah. Because um, there were certain wrestlers that you I don't know if I don't remember if there was anybody you could unlock, but there were certain wrestlers you had to actually buy. Right. 
Do you remember who the most expensive wrestler in the game was? I would assume mm. The Rock or Stone Cold, right? No, we had they, they came. No, we had they them. were already. Was it um? Shit. Was it like Hulk Hogan? No, the most. If I recall correctly, the most expensive character in the game was oh who as in the godfathers oh yeah oh god i remember that yeah she cost like fifty thousand dollars yeah and uh or, that was toxic no, I think about it, it was either it was either fifty thousand or like two hundred thousand but she was very expensive and yeah. my goal was to unlock her because I just needed to have everyone unlocked. And so she was the last one that I was working toward. And, you know, I eventually got it done. But yeah, yeah, that's a that was the fact that I was, you know, nine years old. And my goal in this game was to purchase. Ho is not good. Yeah, Yeah, it's not good at all. But Uh, that's. That's the time that it was. Um, I didn't know any better, and I I didn't know what Ho meant. I just knew that she was the most expensive character, which meant I had to do everything I could to unlock her. Yeah, it's a. This is one of my favorites. It's a it's a tie between this and probably Revenge, just because I was a huge WCW guy. But this, like, to me, this is what wrestling games were were supposed to be and should have followed this game plan from this point onwards. And they did for, obviously, to the 2000s and SmackDown. But, like, this was one of the first games where, like, there was a story. If you went for a championship belt, there was a story involved. Same thing. And it had, like, the same, like, game engine as as, uh, Revenge and uh, NWO and things of that nature. That's why it was, like, I loved it so much because, yeah, you could, you know, have your great little fun matches with like tag team, whatever. But you also could go on a story and there was dialogue and there was backstage and there was a bunch of different things. And it was just stuff way ahead of its time, honestly. And the background, the entrances, the arena, all that stuff looked really dope. And yeah, man, this one was one of my favorite ones. I loved it. Uh, you had a really good ro- And that roster at the time was so great. So oh, the roster was so good. So many options. So many options. And then, like, I'm looking now, like, they have Rikishi and uh, and his crew doing the dance. Like, bro, like, it was just a really good, it was a, a outstanding game. Like, no, really no flaws at the time. Like, it really it had dialogue. Like, like, I'm playing games like WWE 2021. It's like, like, you, you can be a GM, but I, there's no story. Like, there's no... Oh, okay, I'm fighting, and then the dude randomly runs in, messes up my match, makes me lose, and there's a story there. There's nothing like that. Whereas in Mercy, it was like that. Like a dude would run into your match, and you'd be like, "What the hell?" And like, then you you got a whole story, and it'd be hard as hell to win their matches. Like they be cheating like a mother. Oh my god, I remember at one point you had to wrestle May Young. Oh yeah, it was hard as hell to beat. Hell yeah, bro! I just rock bottom one two kick out. Rock bottom, one, two, kick it. I'm like, God, dog, like, what the hell? You're like, I remember her and the fabulous Moolah were like shockingly hard to beat. Yeah, and I, uh, 
yeah, like I that might be the first time I was like cussing at this old lady. <laughs> Bro, and I think this is one of the first games to have like to allow you to like truly move around in a steel cage ma- steel cage match or a hell in a cell type match where you go outside and then climb up on the top. Like yeah, I don't I remember, remember that in revenge. I remember pulling weapons out of the crowd. Oh yeah. That was the one of them getting you can bust them open, make them bleed. Mm-hmm. Like I remember that. Yeah, bro. Like they had the Kane. They had Kane in this particular version. Kane to me, this is the my favorite version of Kane. Uh, of Kane, uh, he looked dope. His suit looked really cool. Um, yeah, yeah Tank Top Kane is my favorite Kane. Yeah, like what an outstanding game, bro. Like this is just it set the precedent, and they kind of went on a run after this of like six to seven straight games that were like, damn, like they didn't miss. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, saying, I, didn't, can... I didn't have this one. My cousin had it, so I didn't get to play a lot of it. The one I got to play the most of was SmackDown versus Raw. Um, yeah. I got to play this game just a little bit. Man, so good. And the cheer shots, all that stuff looked really good. Yeah, especially really like smack them. Yeah, like for the time, this game yeah. was very good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved it because it's at the same, again, same same game engine as WCW. So, like, the moves, pretty much everything was pretty much the same. Getting your finisher was the same. All that all that stuff. So, And this yeah. is the game that, like, really made me familiar with, like, the pay-per-views because, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't, like, buy them myself, obviously. But, like, this is, like, I learned that, because I didn't know that there was one every month at one point. I thought it was just, like, WrestleMania, and that was it. So I learned uh, about Backlash and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, SummerSlam and all all the rest of them, because they were all venues that you yep. could use. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, and the, like I said, like, the, even with the, like, SmackDown, like, the, it looks really good. It looks background. really good. Yeah, like. And this was after WrestleMania 2000, which they had a really good arena there um, for that event. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, they had a really good job of, like, the design in the background. That's another issue I have nowadays. We don't even fucking – if it's not WrestleMania, they don't even do any special design. It just kind of pisses me off, but that's another point. Uh, So, for number 18 no, – Wait, let me ask y'all something. What Do y'all ever remember having, the, like, the game box – I only ever remember having a cartridge. I remember game boxes, but I threw them. I threw them hoes away. I didn't need them. Oh, yeah, because they, they used to have the booklet in them. But like the the game box, it was because the game box was like so huge, and it didn't. Like I, I guess I didn't need it because a disc you can't just keep loose. Right. But the cartridge, you can keep loose. And so I felt no need to have the box because I could just put the cartridge in a drawer and it would be fine. But I couldn't just have a stack of naked discs. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I I remember having the boxes, but I never kept them. Like, the boxes were just trash. Um, 18. Mario Kart 64. I mean, who don't know this one, right? Now, this one, I'm I'm not happy about its placement. Uh, this should be higher to me. Uh, I this agree. Is, this is one of the greatest racing games that, Ever. especially of its time period. 
But yeah, yeah like in general, this, this is one of the best racing games ever. You could ruin friendships with this game. <laughs> but yeah, like Mario Kart, me and Mario Kart, we go way back. This is probably the game that I beat the most the highest number of times that I remember because this is a game like I beat it uh because whenever you start um you know you have the the intro screen is like everybody racing it like Mario's raceway but then right once you beat it you get a different intro screen of like Donkey Kong uh doing stuff uh yeah. and and so you would you would know whether or not the game was beat immediately. And I remember this game, I beat it several times. Like, I'd erase the data and beat it again. Yeah, this right here is when that four, having four friends, four controllers, that's oh, yeah. where it came from real clutch. This is, this is one of the many games where, yeah, like you, it was, I, that is one thing that I wish they could have done was a four-player Grand Prix. Um, of course, I don't know that the technology would have allowed that, but... Yeah, because you, yeah. you can only do versus really. Yeah, but and and that's the thing. Like they also had the battle. The battle was good. I used to like doing the battle too. And I loved all of the shortcuts that could be taken. Because yeah. uh I used to piss people off on Wario Stadium. Because I jumped that wall and Bro, uh, you know you know you just did going. it the other day. We was playing Mario Kart the other day. You did that same shit. Yep, jump that wall, gone. <laughs> Now, Brandon, tell me you played this. I played it, bro. I'm going to be honest. All right. I lost a little respect for this game only because it was kind of immature. But, like, this is the only game my sister was good at. My sister was trash at every other game. Like, if she wanted to play, I'd be like, okay, I guess you can play. Then she'd hop on this and, like, kick dude's ass. I'm like, I ain't got no respect for this game. But, you know, I will say one thing I did like about this game is that it had the intensity and the competitiveness of, like, you know, when I played Madden or when I played, you know, oh, yeah. another game. This is this is a sports game. Yeah, so, like, it usually get hot like, coming in second or coming in, you know what I mean? So, I respected yeah. the game. I'm and definitely I, not a racing guy, but I get it. I will, like, I use Mario Kart as a verb. Like, you can get Mario Karted, and that means... You are in first place, and then at the very last second, somebody passes you for second place. Yeah. So yeah, like I, yeah, I I say regardless of the game, like you can get Mario Karted. Yeah. So if I'm playing, if I'm playing any racing game, and somebody passes me like right at the end, oh yeah, I got Mario Karted. Oh, go ahead. So who is your go-to character? Oh, Ouija time. Every time it's Luigi. Now, in the newer games, it's Waluigi, usually. But in this game, let's go. It's Ouija time. I've always been I've always been told, told no matter what. What was your favorite level? That's a good question. Um, I enjoyed... There were levels I didn't like, but I think I liked most of the levels. The levels I didn't like, I hated Banshee Boardwalk. I think I my, favorite, my favorite level might have been Yoshi's Valley. Because, you know, there were, you know, you could go a bunch of different ways. And I always felt like I knew the quickest way, but everybody else didn't know the quickest way. And so I I enjoyed Yoshi's Valley, but I didn't like Banshee Boardwalk and I wasn't a big fan of Toad's Turnpike. That's that's my favorite level. 
Coach Turnpike. Love love yeah, I love that. Love but, uh, that. Yeah, and then uh, other than that, the all the rest of the levels were cool. Like I didn't love or hate any of them specifically. Uh, I did and, like a Donkey Kong's place with the big jump. Yeah, I like that. Uh, and then Rainbow Road just took forever if you didn't know the shortcut. And Rainbow Road shortcut was the hardest to do. Yeah, because you have to know exactly where the spot is. Yeah. So I would usually only attempt it once. And the map is so long that like they can catch you even if you do it. Right. So, yeah. Um, number 17 is Diddy Kong Racing, which bothers me because Mario Kart is a better game than Diddy Kong Racing. <laughs> I will say Diddy Kong Racing had an actual story going on. And Diddy Kong Racing was a much harder game to beat. Um they were okay. Oh. Oh, I was I don't, I don't think I played it. Diddy Kong Racing was either super easy like to the point where like this is a game for babies or it was really hard like to the point where you had to like dedicate time and attention to working that shit out because Diddy Kong Racing had a bunch of different maps so you had to go to different like worlds and then you had to beat all the maps so you had to get first place then you had to do uh, I guess the coin thing so you had to collect all of the coins and also get first place and amid all of that, you had to race against a boss in each world. So in the first world, there were like four dinosaur-type levels. You had to beat all of them, and then you race the Triceratops. And then you have to do all the maps again, but you have to collect the coins as well as get first place. And then you had to race the Triceratops a second time. And he was much faster and was leaving traps the second time. And then... <laughs> You had to do the same thing with a walrus, with ice worlds. You had to do the same thing with an octopus in water worlds. And that octopus was fucking difficult because you were in a hovercraft. And a lot of people have a lot of trouble driving that hovercraft. And then you had to fight a dragon on the like flying worlds. Man, and that man, dragon went through a lot. Yeah, that's the thing. This game had a story. And then once you did that, then eventually you'd get to the end where you had to race a magical pig. <laughs> Brandon, I'm assuming I'm assume you didn't play this one either, Brandon. No, sir. And then uh, there was also one thing that I did like about this game that was different than Mario Kart was you had to get balloons to get items and two things. Firstly, they had different color balloons, so you knew exactly what you were picking up, as opposed to Mario Kart, where it's random. Yeah. And secondly, you could upgrade the version of the items you got. So if you pick up one red balloon, you'd get a missile. If you pick up a second red balloon, you'd get a homing missile. And if you picked up a third one, you'd get 10 missiles. Mm, okay. Or if you picked up a blue one, it'd be a little boost. And then the boost would get bigger if you picked up two or three blue ones. And so it was a very different game. And it, again, it also allowed you to use different vehicles. So it had a car, a hovercraft, and a plane. Everybody loved using the plane. 
Yeah, like, of course. If you, like if you could use the plane, you were using the plane. What about picking the car on purpose? Yeah. Right. And then there were a bunch of water levels, so there were times when you like the hovercraft was it. That was all you could do. So yeah, Diddy Kong Racing was good, but I think I enjoyed Mario Kart more, even though I did just explain how Diddy Kong had a lot more going on. Yeah. That's crazy though. Over Mario Kart, though. That's crazy. Yeah. Um speaking of racing, number 16 is F Zero. X. Oh, this is the Captain Falcon, right? Yes, this is the Captain Falcon game. Now, when I played Super Smash Brothers, I had no idea who the fuck Captain Falcon was. Me neither. I bet you, Brennan, you don't know who he is either. Captain Falcon? Wait, what? Not not Falcon as in in the Winter Soldier. Like, the guy, the, the video game character, Captain Falcon. No, yeah. no, no, no. I have no clue. I get, I get down with him some Super Smash Brothers, though. Oh, yeah, he's He's too much in Super Smash Brothers. But uh yeah, I had no idea who he was. And then playing Super Smash Brothers, I was like, oh, what game is he from? And then I found out he was from this game, and then I tried to play it, and I was like, this is not Mario Kart. I don't like it. And yeah, so I, uh I played it. I very briefly played it. Like this was a situation where I rented it from Hollywood Video and then I think video. I think after playing it, I was like, we we can go ahead and take this back. <laughs> I don't take think it back I'm, early. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm not gonna eat all five days. <laughs> and again, that was just me being young and not being prepared for the type of game it was. Cause I don't know how I'd feel about it now. But yeah, I back then this was not the game for me. Zero X. <laughs> so Number number 15, very surprised at this. Number 15 is Goldeneye 007. Wow. I'm surprised that this game is this low. Yeah, I thought I, it was top five, top 10. Uh, yeah, so, me for, too. A, for a lot of people, this is in the GOAT conversation. Absolutely. So I'm very surprised that this game is where it is. Same. Like, this was the first game, like, I knew I wasn't good at, like, first-person shooter games. And this was kind of, like, let me know that. But I would watch my fr- – I would sit there and, like, just watch my friends play. And it was a good time. I am in the same boat. This is the game – this is the first time I was like, yeah, I'm not very good at shooting games. Yeah. Like, I'm garbage. And I – yeah, like I'm yeah. And and I thought okay, maybe it's just on the 64. So maybe if I play it on a different system or maybe as I No, this game knew exactly exactly. Like it was right. Yeah, it definitely was. Like even when I would play like four people, like I'd be the guy who like things <laughs> would be hiding out like, "Man, what's what's the deal in here?" And then and then yeah. it's a wrap. Like this the is red one screen. game. Yeah, this is one game where I was taking L's. Yeah. Consistent. I have no issue admitting that. Like it, this, I no, I didn't even own this game because I was like, I'm not good at it. I'm not gonna get it. Same, same. My my friend, I only played it with my friends at my friend's house. Yep. I'm gonna gonna definitely say I am the opposite of y'all. I love (laughs) this game. I had this game. This is where I fell in love with shooters. 
Um, even when I wasn't playing a four-player multiplayer, the story, love the story. So much fun yeah. with it. Just learn how to learn how to like really play a shooting game because it's my first shooting game. Yeah. yeah. And it was most people's first shooting game, uh, at least in our age group. And right. yeah, I think this is the game that got a lot of people into first person shooters. And because I remember I played this and then I was like, let me try something else. And like later I played like Quake, I think is what it was called. On, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I played Quake on PC and I was like, yeah, it's official. This is not from I'm not the one. And then uh, Halo came out and I was like, OK, let's see how this goes. It's got aliens and shit. Maybe I'll actually enjoy it and be good at it. Wrong again. Yeah, it just gives me anxiety. I don't know why. Um, what was the first? Wasn't the like special gun a golden the golden gun? The something? golden gun. Oh yeah, that's the one, one hit, hit, one kill. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's no it. matter yeah. where you hit him at. Yep. Yeah. See, I never got there. Yeah, I never got. This, I just saw this, also, this game also made me want to watch 007 movies. So mm. when I played this game later on in life, I was like, Oh yeah, I know 007. Let me catch some of these movies. So like we're back and watch some of the older movies. And I'm yeah. sure that this is one of the best like direct from a movie video games. Because oh, yeah. honestly, like movies that come or video games that come directly off a movie, eh, not always spectacular. I feel like Xbox era had a few superhero ones, but other than that, yeah, like most I of them are say- kind of garbage. The one I remember um, being really good was uh, Spider-Man 2. Yeah, I remember Spider-Man and it was... I remember the Hulk game. I remember, I remember That was pretty fun, actually. Yeah, it was a really fun game. Just throwing around tanks and shit. Um, but yeah. Yeah, you're right, though. The adapt, adaption usually adaptation usually doesn't go well. Usually, especially in this era, I would say. In 64 era. I'm trying to think of the other. It was another really good 007 game. Uh, but it came out like, I think it was like maybe PlayStation 2. Okay, Can I, I remember the name of it though? I didn't know there were any other 007 games. No, this one, this one was really good. It was another that was really good. I would even say that it was probably better than GoldenEye. Ooh, um, okay. I can't remember the name of it. So I, it. The fact that I haven't heard of it, I'm surprised by that. Yeah, I was I was big in a double seven for a while. Okay, okay. Um, number fourteen is Mario Party three. Now, Brandon, you played it. I'm sure Brandon have not. I don't even know the difference. That's what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> yeah, um, I love all three in sixty four Mario Parties: Mario Party one, two, and three. Um, the whole board game into mini games concept was wonderful in my opinion i don't know if this was the first game to do it but it was my first experience with it and i feel like every other mini game style game was just trying to be this and i loved all of them mario party 3 was uh very good i it, I think it was when I was like, oh, yeah, Waluigi's my guy now. I still use Luigi, but yeah, Waluigi, when I saw him, I was like, oh, yeah. And really, Mario Tennis is the first time I remember seeing Waluigi. But yeah, in Mario Part 3, I was like, oh, yeah, Waluigi, that's, he's my guy now. And uh, that's what we're going to do. If I'm being honest, like I didn't play Mario Party until the Switch. 
Okay. Um, one thing. One thing that made no sense was there was uh, there's a die that you have to jump on to like get your number, and you know a die has six sides, but you could get anywhere from one to ten. Yeah, uh, I thought that was weird, but other than that, uh, you know, I didn't have a problem with it. I was like, this is fine. It's magical, whatever. So. Uh, it was great. Uh, chance time is just the fucking worst. And anybody who has played any Mario Party knows how terrible chance time can be. But yeah, I loved Mario Party 3. And Mario Party 3, it introduced a completely new set of games from 1 and 2. But it also introduced... Um, I don't know if it introduced uh, battle games or if two did, but it had battle games where a number of coins would be wagered, and then it would be like a first place, second place, third place, fourth place, and then there'd be an amount of coins given for that. Um, it had duels where you could challenge one character to a one-on-one game. So it was just, uh, it was great. And then, of course, like any of the other Mario parties, it had, there were 2v2 games, and there were 1v3 games, and... Yeah, it was it was a good time to be alive. This is when you wanted four controllers. Yeah. Because um yeah, like I had a great time playing any of the Mario parties if I had a friend over or multiple yeah. friends over. It definitely seemed like I mean as the title states, the party game. Yeah. And that's one thing that Nintendo has always done is I feel like PlayStation and Xbox moved toward either single player games or games that you have to be online to play. And Nintendo stuck with the everyone in the same room together concept. Uh, I 100% agree with that. And uh, I mean, I've always loved Nintendo for that. But um, number 13 is... Ogre Battle 64, person of lordly caliber. (laughs) I haven't the slightest clue (laughs) what this is. Have either Uh, of you heard of this? No. Never never even heard of it. Um yeah, I I yeah, no, it doesn't it doesn't look familiar, it doesn't sound familiar. I have no idea what this is. Same. Uh-huh. I know that's why I'm like, damn, bro, y'all don't know nothing. Oh, yeah, somebody mad. Y'all. Yes, Brandon, y'all. <laughs> y'all. y'all, man. Because, uh, yeah, I yeah, no idea what this is. And anyone who does, please feel free to get on the Facebook group and tell us about it, because I could not even begin to guess what one does in this game. I, it looks yeah. like a like a JRPG to me, but I could be wrong. But it, yeah, it looks like it looks like a JRPG. Looks like some Final Fantasy shit from like the medieval times, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> uh number 12, Mario Golf. Now, Brandon, you said you like sports games. How'd you feel about Mario Golf? I actually played Mario Golf. And it was pretty good. Um, golf games are a little always hit or hit or miss, um, just because they can get boring pretty quickly. Uh, but this game was solid. Um, I don't think I owned it, 
but I want to say we rented it a few times and uh, my dad would play it. And uh, yeah, solid game. Don't okay. have a ton of experience with it, but it was solid game. I didn't, I didn't play it until the Nintendo Switch version came out. I really liked Mario Golf, but I didn't fall in love with Mario Golf until the GameCube. So Mario Golf 64 was cool, but uh, once I got Mario Golf on the GameCube, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm uh, we in there. I'm beating this game. But yeah. this this one, um, I remember it fondly, but it wasn't. I don't think it should be this high, honestly. Uh, it's the first time I ever saw the character Plum, um, and I don't remember seeing her ever again. <laughs> like I was only trying to know who that is. Yeah, exactly. Like she was in this game, but I don't remember seeing her in any other game. Like she wasn't even in the GameCube Mario Golf. Like she was in the Mario Golf sixty four and then died. Like, she must have been created for this. I think she was, and and because Waluigi's uh, debut was in Mario Tennis, and then Waluigi stayed around. But right. so I thought that whenever we saw Plum in Mario Golf, I was like, okay, she's gonna start showing up and stuff. Nope. She never. She was never to be heard from again. Again. And uh, so yeah, you know, this is if if you ever want to use Plum. You'll have to get Mario Golf on the 64. But yeah, it was uh it was a good game. I will say this made other golf games very difficult for me because I remember um like later in life I tried to play a Tiger Woods PGA. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Completely different animal. I used to yeah. love 05. That Tiger Woods 05 was nice. Yeah. And I was like, I'm 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 fire at Mario Golf, so obviously I'm gonna be good at this Tiger Woods game. Nope. Yeah, I'm trash. That's like saying, like, oh, I'm good at uh, Mario Kart. Clearly, I can play Forza. Yeah, that that's how I believed life worked. No, I was I was proven wrong. Yeah, those those skills don't translate over. No, they do not. Mario Kart is a kitty version of all <laughs> of these things, and I learned that the hard way. Because yeah. my cousin was definitely like, all right, let's play some PGA Tour. Uh, that did not go well. Yeah, I, I'd beat his ass in Mario Golf, but uh, we went to PGA and no, I, I was like, we can turn this off now. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I've had enough. Right. Number yeah. 11, Pokemon Puzzle League. I can this say... crazy. I can say very sincerely, I'm surprised by that. Me too. Honestly. Because I was gonna say you gonna say something? Uh no, you go ahead. Honestly, I didn't play this game until two days ago. Like I, what? I yeah. played I, I played and had this game and it was not oh. it, was, it may have been my least favorite Pokemon game because Bro, I remember hard as fuck. It is very hard. I but, remember this. Because I remember Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2. I remember Pokemon Snap. I remember Hey You Pikachu. And I don't... This game was, I think, the worst 64 Pokemon game, in my opinion. Like, this Mm. game was not 
it it wasn't bad, but like it wasn't top anything. I I enjoyed this this game. I remember. I remember this one. This it one. Just, uh, I just played, like I said. I just played two days ago. I, I yeah. lost every single time. It's it's a very hard game, if I recall correctly. Um, yeah. But it just felt like a lesser version of other games of the same style, and it, I, like I said, I I loved Pokemon Snap, and I, yeah, think it's disrespectful that uh, we haven't gotten there yet. But if Pokemon Snap is not on this uh, list, and this game is number eleven, like Pokemon Stadium Two is far better than this game. I was about to say that I'm dis I'm disrespected that. This is above Pokemon Stadium too. Yeah, like this. This game was not. Nah, this game should not be in any top countdowns. I'm very surprised that this is here. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, Brandon, we're here for you. Number ten, Star Wars Rogue Squadron. You know it. Uh, I was tapped in at the time. Uh, you know, I just became a uh, full member of the Star Wars family uh 2022 2021 22 ish so uh yeah I wasn't here yet um, sounds like you just didn't do your homework you didn't yeah. uh add I'm sorry I don't, have, I don't I don't have this uh this game system otherwise I would I would I mean I tap in all so I'm all tapped in it actually looks pretty good like looking at like Images of the graphics and stuff. It looks pretty good. I remember play playing a pod racing game, and if that's what this is, then yes. But that's all I remember. That's no, all I remember. Is there was there was a pod racing Star Wars game that I remember playing and enjoying. But if this is not that, then I did not play this. Yeah, it looks like more of like aerial, like jet. You know the the planes. Yeah, that's, just that was the same thing. Okay. I played I played a little bit of this game at a friend's house. Um but I just remember doing the the level with the ATAT. Mm. Just trying to bring it down. That's the only thing I really remember about it though. Yeah. Never played it. Looks pretty good though. Uh number nine, Wave Race 64. What's the sports game, man? What the hell is this? <laughs> Bro, all sports games are the same. No, they're not. That's an asinine thing to say. <laughs> like now, this game I vaguely remember, but the game on the water racing game I remember is Hydro Thunder. Same. And so I I mean I kind of remember this game existing, but I don't remember playing it. I'll tell you too. It's tough. Yeah, okay. I remember. It doesn't look familiar. This. And, you know, that's okay. Like, I... Mm. I did say the top ten. I forgot I played every single one of them. But uh, we're not starting off real well right now. <laughs> yeah. It it gets better. Um, But, yeah. Number eight, which I think is a little low, Super Smash Brothers. Wow. That is low. That is super low. Yeah, like this game should definitely be higher. Um, I thought this was going to be top two, 
and not number two. No, not quite. Um, so I'm sure that most people who have played the Nintendo are familiar with Super Smash Brothers, and this is the OG. So this is the one that started it all. It's the one that had just 12 characters. Um, now, in this game, I didn't know who three people were. I did not know who Ness was. And so this introduced me to the fact that Earthbound existed. I did not know right. who Samus was. And that introduced I, me to the fact that Metro existed. I knew Samus. And then I didn't know who Captain Falcon was. And that introduced me to the fact that F-Zero existed. And so... Yeah, I, I didn't know Ness or Captain Falcon. Brent, have you ever played this? Super Smash Bros.? Not this version, no. It's what the OG. version have you played? I feel like I played a, the newer version. Wasn't there one on... Uh, was it PlayStation? The fact that you just said that PlayStation, I know you never even played it. Yeah, I say that. That was disrespectful. Uh, not, there's, not PlayStation, but you know what I mean. No, no, no I don't. We don't. No, I do not know what you're trying to explain. I'm trying to say, I feel like I played it on like a arcade or something, but I don't I don't remember. Keep struggling. Like I, Keep struggling. I feel like I played Smash Bros. before, but because it's like the battle game, right? Where they, Was it, like, you played on Xbox? No. Oh, okay. PC? Um, Super Smash. No. There, there has been a Super Smash Brothers on every Nintendo system since 64. Right. Okay. So there was Super Smash Brothers. There was Super Smash Brothers Melee on the GameCube. There was Super Smash Brothers Brawl on the Wii. It would have to be GameCube then. We had a GameCube. <clears throat> and Super Smash Brothers Brawl, I feel like, or I'm sorry, Super Smash Brothers Melee is the one I feel like um, a lot of people actually started with because mm -hmm. I think that game really mastered the concept. But I mean, the OG is the OG, and it is a great game. You, the story mode was pretty the same, but. That was okay. You had uh, four characters you had to unlock. And it was a game that, you know, you could play with four friends. It was it was a good time. Now, who was your go-to character, Spencer? In this game, it was Kirby. In this one, uh, it was Fox. Fox for me. I feel like most people who liked Fox in this one liked Fox hence, then, and forevermore. Like, Fox, Fox was one of the more consistent characters as far as like quality and like usability fox's right. move set changed a little bit but generally speaking fox stayed at least pretty good across games yeah fox and pikachu were my top two characters yeah for me it was kirby and uh captain falcon but yeah i remember uh i never i never knew how to unlock ness so anytime anybody had Ness, I would try to use Ness, but because I didn't have Ness and didn't know how to use Ness, I'd usually lose. And so there were a lot of people who didn't know how good I actually was at that game. But anytime I was playing at home, oh yeah, I was uh, taking people's lunch. This, this was my favorite game, the mini game where you got to hit oh, the targets. Break the targets was great. I enjoyed break the targets. Love um, that. 
board the platforms was a lot harder to do than a lot of people remember. But yeah, break the targets was uh it was a good time. Yeah, man, Brandon, that's crazy. You got, you you got to play this one. Hmm. It's a classic. It, it looks kind of familiar, but I feel like so a lot of them. I may be confusing it, confusing it with a different one. I do feel like I played it on GameCube before, though. And Super Smash Brothers is the best version of this concept. Like there have been a lot of clones that have tried to come across. Like so many different games have tried to uh, do this same concept, and no one has done it as well. Like everybody falls short to Super Smash Brothers as far as gameplay, smoothness, and uh, the mechanics, like all of it. There has not yeah. been a single game that has had this same formula that has done as well. I 100% agree with that. So, um, number seven is Paper Mario. Jesus. Now, I didn't play it. I also didn't play it. Now, I have a cousin. He loves Paper Mario. And it's one of the games that he, to this day, would still play and has beaten numerous times. So I can't really speak to Paper Mario because it definitely was not my game. And we're going to talk about why later on. But um, yeah, I just never... I tried it. It wasn't for me. Yeah, I didn't even have a chance to uh, to try it. I never even I never came across it when I was younger. Yeah, and this was one of, if I recall, this is one of the 64's later games. Like this came out late in the 64's life because we were about to move over to the new generation of systems by the time right. this game came out. And I think also uh I think yeah, I think you're right, because I remember GameCube being out. And Super Mario Sunshine was like the big thing. Yeah. So I can't speak to this game, but I've heard good things. It just didn't do it for me. Right. Uh, number six, Star Fox 64. I feel bad saying that, you know, I probably played all the top 10 games. <laughs> you I didn't play Star did Fox? Not, I didn't. Star Fox was great. Um, Star Fox has some of the greatest quotes or some of my favorite quotes ever. Like, there are days when I will quote this game and no one will have any idea what's happening except for Larry. And <laughs> Larry Larry is the... Larry probably has some of the highest scores I've ever seen scored in this game. Um, In this game, you were manning an R-wing, usually. Sometimes you were manning a... Um, a landmaster, which was a tank, but usually you were in an R-wing, which is their spacecraft, and you were shooting stuff down with uh, lasers and bombs. Every mission could either be completed or accomplished. If you complete a mission, that's like the regular story mode, but if you do something special to beat the map, then you would get a mission accomplished, and it would take you down a different path. So it was... A great game. This is probably one of the shooting games I was better at, even though I don't know if it can technically be called a shooting game. But um, in this game, you had three helpers. Uh, you had 
Falco, who most people know in Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. You had um I think the rabbit's name was Peppy. I think his name was Peppy Hare. And then you had Slippy the Frog. Slippy would <laughs> Slippy was getting on my fucking nerve. I hated Slippy. <laughs> like Slippy be over there dying and bleeding and making a scene. It's like Slippy, shut the fuck up. What are you doing? Be better, Slippy. The only reference I know from this one is the dual barrel roll. Like, dual barrel roll. Yeah. yeah. Uh, dual barrel roll, step on the gas. Uh, I could quote this game all day. I'm not going to do that. Um, any, uh, there's, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get into quoting this game. Let me not do that. Um, it was a good game. I actually plan on going through this game with Larry at some point because I never accomplished every mission. And so I never went to all the planets and Larry was like, oh yeah, we're going we gonna to go through it together one day. And I was like, yes, let's do that because I haven't done that. So that's that's something that's actually on my bucket list is to properly beat this game because I still have it. Uh, number five, Perfect Dark. Now, have another I one, another zero for you, Jordan? Yeah, it's another zero for me. I know what it is. <laughs> I never did play it though. Um, if oh, I recall, oh, I I if I recall, this was a shooting game, and I knew that shooting games were I was not that guy, and so I remember Perfect Dark, but I was like, this is they didn't make this game for me. I will say, yeah, I don't recognize it. Whenever, I will say, whenever we do this again. Whatever the next system is, we need to get somebody who actually played games because clearly we didn't play none of the good games. Well, before we get to the end of this, we will talk. Well, actually, after we get to the end of this, we'll talk about some of the games that we played and some of the games that we think should have been featured. Some of the games that uh, we actually did enjoy, because I don't want anybody to think we were just out here playing nothing. There were several games that I owned that are not on this list. And. So, yeah, I mean, I think that we can definitely discuss that. So, number four, Banjo-Kazooie. So, the first Banjo game. Uh, we already talked about my feelings on Banjo. So, uh, I don't know if we need to rehash that. I did actually play Banjo-Kazooie, but I thought that he was a knockoff Donkey Kong and... Uh, did not finish or complete it. But I never played Banjo-Tooie, but I did play Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, number three, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. No, I did play this one. But this is the only Zelda game I've ever played. Okay. I learned early that I was not a Zelda kid. Now, I did play some of the Zelda games, but I never beat any of them. I still own uh, a Zelda game, but I never beat them. I just kind of liked playing the flute and uh, <laughs> calling it a day. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, I wasn't that good at it. And I was real bad. And I, yeah. Brandon. I used to watch a friend play it, and I played it a little bit, 
But I don't, yeah, it just never seemed kind of boring to me. So I'd, I'd watch a friend play it, and they were actually like really good at it and played it before and beat it before. So they kind of knew where to go, what to do. So it was a little more entertaining watching them. But yeah, I just never was never was my thing. I actually bought the the um, the version for my daughter, and she plays it now, and she likes it, you know. But which were like the like the newest ones? Yeah, the newest on the Switch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tough times for Zelda. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I, I just it just wasn't for me. Like I knew about it. I could have played it. I just it just I didn't uh, I didn't enjoy it like I enjoyed number two, Super Mario sixty four. Now Super oh, Mario yeah, 60, Super Mario sixty four uh, is to me quite possibly. Uh, the goat for single player games for me like i i cannot think of a one player game that i had as much fun or had greater joy playing than this game uh this game was just so much fun for me um i've beat it a couple times uh and i had a friend uh i was able to beat it twice simultaneously because i had my game and then i had a friend who lived down the street from my grandma and she would have me over at her house playing hers mm. so because i would like i'd go to her house and i'd be like you do you want to play something and she'd be like uh i'll watch you play super mario and i was like oh absolutely <laughs> we can do that and did so you play this brenda uh no I feel like this is another one my sister would play. Uh, so I've definitely seen it before, uh, but I, I didn't play it. Did you play it. I did. I had it. I don't think I ever beat it, though. So, I remember hating the camera angle. Yeah, because uh, you could you could change the camera a little bit. Um, right. So you had, like, some control of the camera. But, yeah, like, the camera was – the camera could be a problem. Um I remember fighting Bowser. That was always a good time. The definitely did not make it that far. I can tell you that right now. Oh, you had to fight him more than once. I don't uh, think I ever got. Actually, I remember fighting him at the top of the hill. Was that the top of the hill on one of them? Uh, you had to fight a bomb. Like the the first boss you have to fight is the bomb king, the bomb bomb king, and he's at yeah. the top of the hill. Maybe that's okay, but maybe yeah, I like, never did. Yeah, maybe I never did. But yeah, uh, you'd have to like grab Bowser by the tail, swing him around, and then throw him into bombs. And whenever you would throw him, you would say "so long, day Bowser." But a lot of my friends, for some reason, heard "so long, gay Bowser." So yeah. sometimes we'll just say that randomly because we like to quote. 64 games but yeah uh super mario 64 was uh quite possibly one of the best single player games that i ever played and there was so much that you had to do you had to collect 120 stars from so many different levels uh you had to jump into paintings in order to get there you had to unlock you had to unlock certain things so you had to unlock um hats you had to unlock the flying hat, the metal hat, and the uh, 
uh, invisibility hat, or I guess the see-through hat. Intangibility, okay. I guess, because you could walk through walls and you were invisible whenever you had that hat. But yeah, and then there was an assortment of bosses you had to fight. Um, you had to race a giant Koopa a couple times. You had to fight the Bomb King. You had to race a penguin down a slide. Um, That's great. I remember all that. I just don't remember ever being able to fight Bowser. Yeah, and you, you had to fight him three or four times. Like, you didn't just fight him once. Like, there were yeah. several times you had to fight Bowser. And there was a thing, like, you would think that you beat the game, but you didn't actually beat the game because there was the third time you fight Bowser, you have to, like, you know, go up some stairs and then go through a level and then you fight him. And then they they run the credits like you beat the game, but it's like you didn't collect all the stars yet. Because, yeah, like, once you... Whenever I did that, I was like, all right, cool. I beat the game. And then uh, one of my friends came over and they were like, you only have like 84 stars. And I was like, what do you mean only? <laughs> what are you talking out. about? And he's like, no, there are 120. And I was like, oh, well, then I have work to do. And uh, to it. Yeah, I got it done. But yeah, Super Mario 64 was so great. Um, number one on this list is. Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Wow. What a way to go out. So Zelda wow. took Zelda took three and one. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who would call Zelda games the GOAT. Uh, I am not one of those people. Uh, I agree. I am to not me, one of those people either. Like, Mario is, is just too much. Now... Ocarina of Time is the one that I played. I don't think I played Majora's Mask. Ocarina of Time is the one that I have and the one that I played and the one where I would just get the flute, play my little notes, and then, uh, all right, I'm good. <laughs> like, I, I would like to play the Bolero of Fire because that song was fire. And, uh, yeah, that was all I needed. That's hilarious. Damn. Top 10. What you have, four? Uh, Bruh, I guess so. Yeah, something like that. That's crazy, though. Yeah. So, it's a tough one. I, uh, you know, I disagree with IGN's uh, list and order and ranking, of course. Um, Some of that has to do with the fact that some of these games I never played or heard of, for that matter. But also, I just don't like the list generally speaking i right. disagree with it but as someone who hasn't played a lot of these games maybe i have no room to talk i am just one thing the thing that surprised me the most is that golden eye is 15 yeah as well like i have because again i'm not even the biggest fan of golden eye but like the way people talk about it and the way that i saw people play it like i'm so i'm shocked that GoldenEye is 15. Right. Yeah, I agree. And so, Jordan, what are some 64 games, or what is a 64 game that is not on this list that you remember and enjoyed? Uh, I didn't have this game, but I remember my neighbor had it, and uh, we both play it all the time together. Uh, Donkey Kong 64. I love Donkey Kong 64. Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, Donkey Kong 64 was a game that I never 
or I owned it when I was grown, but I never owned it as a youth. Now, it was a game where you had to have a different like battery to play it. So, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like I think you had to because you know the battery that's in it is like red, and then you yeah. had to, you had to pull out the red battery and put in the pink battery. Oh no, I didn't know that. My neighbor had it, so maybe he did that before we got there. Yeah, because I, I, I think that you could play other games as well as Donkey Kong with the special battery, but you couldn't play Donkey Kong if you didn't have the special battery. But I think other games would still work. So as long as you had that, you were good. But I remember having to switch the battery out. I remember every time I rented this game, I'd have to get a battery as well. Um, But yeah, I, my game was uh gold, or the one that I would rent was gold, and the one I have now is gold. But um, yeah, this is a game that I never beat. I was getting pretty close. Yeah, I I remember getting all five Kongs at some point, but I never beat the game. But because it had Donkey Diddy, Tiny, I want to uh, say Cranky and Funky. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, like my goal wasn't always to beat the game my goal was just to get all five kongs and so once i was able to do that i was good uh brandon what's what's a game that you had or played uh i got quite i got a few so i got nba uh nba on nbc uh that was a really fun one kind of one of my first uh nba games i had nfl blitz oh Blitz on playstation yeah blitz on playstation yeah, amazing game. Uh, shout out to Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue, one of the low key games. Really, the power mighty morphing on Super Nintendo is like the game changer, but Lightspeed Rescue on uh N64 was, was fire. Um, and then obviously, you know, wrestling game. I think the fact that WCW NWO Revenge is on there and WCW versus NWO World Tour isn't on there is kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Because, I mean, everything WWF No Mercy got got from uh, Revenge. So it's kind of crazy. NBA Jam? Uh, did I did. Was that 64? I believe so. Really? Okay. Yeah, I, I think I, I know I played it. I just didn't know. Oh, yeah, it was 64. Uh, I just remember playing, like, arcade or whatever. But, yeah, NBA Jam was fire. Yeah. You got hot. Yeah. Good oh, news. On fire. Yep. What about you, Spencer? Um, of course, uh Mortal Kombat trilogy. Oh yeah. It's crazy that, that ain't that getting on there. That would turn like three D the first time we did three D. Yeah. Um there was a game called War Gods that was a knockoff of Mortal Kombat that I really enjoyed for some reason, but like uh, it was, it, it was very much like a direct knockoff of Mortal Kombat. Like it was made by Midway and it was a bloody and violent fighting game that was one-on-one. And yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time because there were fatalities in it. Yeah. And, um, you know, my young brain was like, yes, must kill. <laughs> so yeah it was um it was it was special i loved mario tennis um 
I yeah, I just really enjoyed Mario Tennis. I didn't play Mario Tennis until Switch either. Mario Tennis was a good time. Uh, Mario Tennis is another game that, like, on the GameCube, uh, that version of Mario Tennis was also very good. So, yeah. And like I said, all the Mario parties, loved them. They were all three wonderful. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know I already kind of talked about Pokemon Snap, but... Um, me and my sister both loved Pokemon Snap. Like you were just in a little hover thing and you had to just take pictures of Pokemon. Oh, and, I remember Pokemon Snap. Okay, and, yeah. And like sometimes you had to do stuff to like make the Pokemon uh, active. Like you could yeah. throw shit at them or you could like play your little flute and make them dance. Right. Hey, I played that one the other day too. Yeah, you had to get pictures of them and then you... um. I remember you, there were all three legendary birds were in there and getting pictures of them could be difficult. But yeah, you'd get like rated on how good your pictures were Picture of each up. Pokemon. Yeah. Yep. I remember that now. Yep. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed uh, Pokemon Snap. There was also uh, Kirby Dreamland, I think is what that game was called. No, so, that's Kirby. That was, uh, I mean, that was the first time I played as Kirby and, like, got to enjoy, like, inhaling different powers. Because in that game, you could, you know, Kirby's whole thing is, like, inhaling something and then taking on its powers. So I always liked seeing what combinations of stuff I could make with Kirby because you could inhale, like an ice thing and an electric thing or like a fire thing and something else. And so it was, uh, I always like seeing what combinations I could do. Uh, do I, did either of you play Yoshi's story? Yoshi's story. Uh, I did not. Yoshi's story was the first game I ever owned on 64. And in Yoshi's story, uh, you could be, I think they were baby Yoshis, but there you could pick several different colors of Yoshi and you were playing to defeat baby Bowser. And I remember beating that game, but I feel like that game was. Oh, pretty okay. different. I don't know if the game was hard or if I was just six, but I remember that game being hard. I kind of remember this actually. But yeah, Yoshi's story, it was uh it was very age appropriate. Yeah. As far as like the content of the game. And uh yeah, it was a good time. Um uh, I'd recommend it. But yeah, I remember that game being a little difficult. Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember it playing this one. Looking at it now. Yeah, I wasn't huge into the Mario games, but like for some reason, I, I feel like I played this quite a bit. I was very heavy into the Mario games. Um, so, yeah, like that that's where I spent most of my time was with Mario in some form. I, I'm not sure if there was a Mario game on 64 that I didn't own other than Paper Mario. Mm-hmm. I, I think that every other... Mario game on 64 I owned at some point. So like I was absolutely a Mario kid. Right. And 
that could be why Zelda just never did it for me because mm-hmm. it it was one of those things where I understand now yes it is okay to like more than one thing like right. you you can like both of something even if they are opposing but even with the whole like Parks and Rec or the office debate like people are on one side or the other right right and i feel like for this like i picked my side and i was good with that right or die yeah and and that's the thing like nintendo was getting the money either way right they didn't care yeah they did not care uh but yeah even in super smash brothers i was like i don't need link I mean, he wasn't on the nigga go die list, but I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm good on him. Like, I just don't, I don't right. need him. So, and I will say, Super Smash Brothers is how I knew his name was Link because a lot of people think his name is Zelda. Yeah, no, Zelda's I definitely called him Zelda. I yeah. definitely did. Yeah, whenever people call him Zelda, I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. But um, I only knew his name was Link because of Super Smash Brothers. Like, if right. I hadn't had that first and then been introduced to Zelda and been like, oh, that's Link. Then I would have also called him Zelda because the game is, it's following and it's about him. And based on how Mario games work, his name should be Zelda. That's that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when I was young, I just felt like I knew something, but like, looking at it like i absolutely understand why people think his name is zelda right but i also knew that zelda was a woman's name because uh my great aunt's best friend's name was zelda uh-huh. oh, okay uh, at first i was like I, what i didn't know, you know that, i didn't know that was a real name that's crazy i think it's an old lady name okay. based on the fact that my great aunt's best friend's an name was lady. zelda like yeah like yeah. she she was an old lady when i was born so, right. <laughs> so <old> lady name. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think Zelda might be an old lady name. That's and funny. no offense to anybody today named Zelda. But I it think probably is a few. Anybody named Zelda today, I think, was named after the character. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I'm, I'm super excited though to uh kind of when we talk about other consoles, because there were definitely other consoles that I played like way more than 64. And I'm excited to talk about it. I definitely, I mean, we played 64, but I think that the age where we were old enough to actually maybe buy our own games or like the the age when we could do more was PlayStation 2, Xbox, GameCube. So I feel like we may have more to say because the Nintendo 64 was my first system and I was like five or six when I got it. Yeah, and, and that was my and, second. And so, yeah, like I, based on our, if we had been born in the late '80s, we may have more to say. But and we couldn't read. We couldn't read like that either. So, all these games probably for us seem hard, but it's because we couldn't really read like that. Yeah, because there are some games that I feel like were hard then, but if I played now, I'd be like, "This is stupid." This is easy. Um, But that's not necessarily the case because um, there were some GameCube games I played back then, and I feel like I was much better at them than 
playing them as an adult. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure we might get into some of that uh, in the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. That's right. And on that note, we're never duplicated. Always appreciate it. And forever melanated. Mm-hmm.